This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with Iowa State's record-setting 4x400 relay team. Sakia Amos, Bria Barnes, Rachel Joseph, Michaela Clark, and Kaylin Hall sat down with Lindsey Long of the Letter Winners Club to discuss breaking the school record not just once this indoor season, but twice. This sidecast is provided to you by the Iowa State Letter Winners Club, bridging the gap between legend and legacy by engaging in our past to invest in our future. So welcome everyone to the Iowa State Sidecast. In celebration of Women's History Month, we are taking time to share stories and milestones of women at Iowa State. Today, we have five special guests who collectively broke a 10-year school record, not just once, but twice, and we are going to hear the breakdown of these races in just a moment. So thank you all for taking time to join us. Let's start with a few introductions, and I would like each of you to share why you chose to come to Iowa State. Uh, so first, let's start with Zakia. Zakia Amos is a senior from Houston, Texas. My decision to come to Iowa State really was just to get away from Texas. It sounds brutal, but I just wanted to experience something different in my college experience, being able to experience something weather-wise and just people-wise. I feel like I've grew up in a big city around multiple people. And coming on my visit here to Iowa State, it was just so small and secluded. I feel like it gave me the chance to learn who I was myself. I think um, just coming here on my visit, I instantly felt like it was home to me. I felt like I didn't feel outcasted when I met the girls that were here. I didn't feel like I had to like be someone different. It was just something that I felt like I really wanted to experience and I haven't had the thought of leaving since. Awesome. Well, we've definitely given you a taste of a lot of different kinds of weather and seasons. <laughs> Bria, you'll be next here. Bria Barnes is a junior from Elkins Park, Pennsylvania. I chose Iowa State because they were really consistent and they were really hospitable. And I didn't really experience that on other visits. And I, like Z said, like I felt like this was home and the perfect fit for me and the perfect place for me at the time. Awesome. Well, we are glad you chose Iowa State. Michaela Clark is a freshman from Lee's Summit, Missouri. Welcome, Michaela. On my visit, um, it just felt like home. I actually knew, I've actually run with like some of the cross girls and some of the uh, track team girls who were here last year uh, for like AAU whenever I was younger. So it was it was nice already knowing like a big chunk of the girls and uh, pretty much, yeah, just being able to feel like home. It felt like everybody was so nice, respectful and welcoming on my visit. So yeah, instantly fell over to school. Awesome, I love to, uh... I continue to be amazed by just how tight the track and field community is across the country. So Kaylin Hall is next. She is a senior from London, Ontario. So I chose Iowa State one because I wanted to just experience my own life and kind of build my own world. So Iowa State was kind of just like a nice getaway for me initially. And then just kind of getting to know everybody and building a family here is the reason why I just kind of felt at home and stayed here for Iowa State. Awesome. Thanks, Kaylin. And Rachel Joseph is a freshman from Richmond, Texas. So I chose Iowa State because when I came on my visit, I actually had a lot of fun. 
and I did come during homecoming week. So of course it was going to be a lot of fun. And the team was just like a family. Everyone was so sweet and nice and I really enjoyed it. So I was like, why wait? Awesome. Well, homecoming has so many amazing traditions. So we're glad that you found that to be a really great fit for you. So at the last home meet at Iowa State on February 4th, um, I actually had a chance to talk to a few of you and learned of the potential in breaking this record. So I'll just keep this as an open question. So whoever wants to share is welcome to. Was breaking the 10-year-old 4x400 relay record a goal set forth by the group at the beginning of the season? I would say for me, when we had our breakdowns with Curtis at the beginning of the season, it actually was one of mine. Actually, breaking the 600-yard was a record that I wanted to break, and then being able to break the 4x4 record was actually one of them. And we kind of broke down, like, well, you can't just break the 4 by 4 record. And I was just like, well, obviously, because I wouldn't do that. But it was just being able to be a part of something and what I could bring to help break that and be able to, like, be close to that record and being able to just support my teammates and being able to just put in whatever I could to be able to do it. Because I remember talking to you at the meet, and I'm like, yeah, we're about to break the record. And you're like, oh, seriously? And I'm like, yeah. But I think that was just Curtis's, like, we have a good relay going on, but it was just like we had so many bodies everywhere and everywhere. Everyone was everywhere doing something different that it was just like we didn't have time to just like actually put our all in, want to actually do it at the time that we didn't do it at that time. Well, and that's actually a really good point. So for those that maybe aren't as familiar with track and field, there are so many things that you're doing, maybe even multiple events. And Bree, maybe this is something that you can kind of share because that day was a little bit different for you, too, of just how you competed in your own races and then how you, you know, prioritize relays as well. Yeah. So unfortunately, that day I was not feeling 100 percent at all. I actually didn't run my open 400 race because I was just not OK. And I'd rather contribute to the full record because I knew we were trying to break that school record. But yeah, that day was like kind of all over the place for me, but I was able to tighten up a little bit and get myself together for the sake of the relay and contributing to my team. So, but yeah. I think going through those milestones and going through that adversity is just part of it because you can't always be at your best and you can't always have the best race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. So six days later, you all traveled to Fayetteville, Arkansas for the Tyson invite where four of you, Zakia, Kaylin, Rachel, and Bria, were the first team at Iowa State to break an indoor time under three minutes and 39 seconds. So when the clock read three minutes and 38.9 seconds, nine zero seconds to be exact, at the finish of the Tyson invite, what was the feeling among the group? We didn't know. Because I crossed the line, the order was Z to Kaylin to Rachel to me. So when I crossed the line, I heard the first time, I was like, dang, that was fast because they ran like 336. Then I heard our time. I said, oh, my gosh, like, we just broke it. So Kaylin was right there. So I ran for her, gave her a hug. But we were kind of like all over. Yeah, I remember leaving the track and me and Rachel were walking off. And I'm like, is that the school record? And she's like, so <laughs> And I'm like, oh, oh, well. <laughs> and everyone was like running up to us. And I'm like, what's going on? And like, that was so 
the record. I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. I think it was kind of surreal because everybody was trying to get us to break that record all season and for it to actually happen and no expectation out of it was kind of just like, okay, well that happened. So like now what? Yeah, so the pressure was kind of off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, not really. <laughs> no. Okay. Because <laughs> you were first like, yeah, it's because like, I never go like Bree is usually our first like, so like, when Curtis was like breaking down, like me and Curtis was like breaking down everyone's like legs, and he's like side eyeing me, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm not going first. Like I felt so sick. I'm like freaking out. I'm like I ain't seen Bria in 30 minutes. Rachel's sitting over there for 30 minutes. Like I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm do this. It was just too much going on. Okay, so that's something I didn't know. So you guys actually changed the order of when you traditionally ran. Take take us through that. When we traditionally ran from February. Or like you said, you ran first and you don't usually run first, right? Did I go first in February too? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like, kind of like the method behind the February one because I wasn't feeling great. Like it didn't make sense for me to be early, like one of the early leagues in case whatever happened happened. So that's why I was not first. Late. But you normally stay in the position in which you run. Is that typical? Like you always usually run first, second, third, or fourth? Yeah, it really depends on like who our competition is. Like Curtis kind of like bases it off like how everybody's feeling, like who's feeling the best, like who's in our heat, who's running what league, kind of like that. Because it's best to be in the race, like high in the race, earlier in the race, than later. For quality, comfortable, and authentic styles on Cyclone Game Days and Every Day, insist on authentic brand sportswear the premium alternative gear of choice in the Midwest and across the nation. Choose authentic brand for your game day styles. So Rachel, you personally set the school record in the 400 this season. Did you think you would eclipse a pair of school marks this season? And was that one of your goals? I did not think I was because I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know what the school record was until after I broke it. So I didn't really have that in mind i was just going into the season just running especially the first meet i was just i didn't really think about it that much do your so thing just stay consistent and do your thing yeah <laughs> and has that pretty much been the goal for you just coming in coming in all together i mean has that been what you've wanted to do i mean set yourself up for those goals of just just run yes that has been goal but i remember having a meeting with curtis when everybody had to write down their goals and one of my goals was to try running a 51-52, I think, by outdoor or during outdoor. But I didn't think I would do it in indoor because indoor is indoor. So, but it's a it's a good thing that I met the goal and that I can make more goals to meet for the outdoor season. When you say indoor is indoor, tell me what you mean by that. Well, indoor is two laps. So sometimes... Before indoor season, I was thinking about the two laps. I was like, it's going to feel like an 800 because you're going around twice, even though it doesn't feel like an 800. Because Kayla knows what an 800 feels like, <laughs> but you're going around twice. So it's just kind of like, how do you get out? Where do you start like floating and all that stuff? And then for outdoor, it's just one lap around. So it's like, you can really plan your race properly. Yeah. Things, and, and at Iowa State, our track is a 300. Our indoor track is a 300. So even that with the curves kind of throws you off a little bit when you're Right? Okay. Yeah, definitely. I remember asking Z, how do I run my race? And she was like, because <laughs> I didn't know how to do it on the 300 meter tracks. <laughs> sure. That would be, 
that would be different than what you were used to. Okay. So at the 2023 Big 12 Indoor Championships, just a couple weeks later from Fayetteville, as many of you know, um, I married into a track family. So I've become really familiar with the intricacies of the sport. How much timing is involved in a relay and how much weekly practice do you do as a group? I would say as for the Big 12 um, record breakers, we don't do a lot with Michaela, just maybe certain days if she comes over. But as for like me, Kaylin, Bria, and Rachel, um, we do a lot together, training together. We don't do much as like handing off and stuff like that because I think it just comes natural when you've done it so many times. But I think like us just training together just like help this work mentality of like, oh, I know she can do this and I know she can do this. We've pushed through this before and we felt this like, we felt this before. So the record didn't last very long. So clocking in a three minute, 36 seconds, 36.80 seconds in the finals of the Big 12 Indoor Championships, you guys finished fourth. And this squad was Zakia, Bria, Rachel, and Michaela. Was it in that order? Yeah. Yeah. So how satisfying was that for all of you to break it again? I was surprised. I wasn't expecting that at all. I know. I was jumping around. Watching Kayla like dig for like a hundred meters. <laughs> no way that we ran that fast. I'm like, no way. Well, and Kaylin, was... you you also had medaled in another race at the Big Twelve indoors. So is that what changed you from being part of the relay because of the timing between those events? Um, I don't think so. I think that day I was just like running on adrenaline so I was ready to go if need be but I think the overall decision was kind of just who had the fresher legs and who was more kind of like I don't know ready to go at the moment so I was on the sidelines if need be but at the end of the day it was Michaela uh Breezy and Rachel who got to run it which standing on the sidelines was still still crazy because y'all just took off and then we were all like damn they moving fast for real and then another record gone and we're like okay cool so yeah so Michaela how was that for you running at the big 12 championships anchoring the four by four it was kind of crazy because like last year I remember watching this meet from my house uh like in a snowstorm and I was like wow like I'm gonna be running that meet last year like next year and actually ran the meet no, it was crazy. I was like trying to find all the cameras, like wait to my mom and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was very crazy. Uh, I remember warming up, and I'm thinking I'm gonna be like second or third leg, you know. And then uh, I see I see Coach Brondock like make eye contact with me, and I'm like, oh gosh, no. I try to like look away, but then he comes and finds me and tells me like I'm anchoring, and my heart literally like dropped to my shoes. I was like, there's no way I'm anchoring this race. But yeah, I mean. The girls like literally ran perfectly and set up the race like like there's no way the race could have went better. So it was actually really fun, really nice. Uh, I remember crossing the finish line and being like dead, but uh, I was like counting like the seconds until I crossed the finish line. I was like 35, 36. Like nobody <laughs> crossed the finish line to get that time. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was a great experience. On football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice.
When you guys are running, do you have a certain thing that you always do as you warm up? Or is there a certain thing that you always do once you get that baton and you're going? Like, Michaela, you just said you're counting. You know, what are the things that you guys do just to keep yourself focused? Breathe. I don't breathe. I I get so nervous that I don't breathe. Like, I felt like when I say I feel sick, like, I feel like I'm about to, like, vomit, like, it's just like I, I can't explain the feeling because like it's just like I don't like it. It's just it makes me feel like somebody's about to beat me up. Like I can't do it. But like once I'm out of the blocks, it's just like, oh, I'm here. Like it's fine. Like I'm okay. Like I don't know what I was freaking out for. And then it's like once I'm in the race, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I was go like. I don't even know what's going on. Like I just got to get to it. The it was so crazy because like I didn't expect to be that close to the girls that were leading off either because I felt like they were going so much faster on their lead legs than we were. So like whenever I was like finishing and I was like getting to Bria, I'm like starting to cut off this Baylor girl because I'm like, you know what, you gotta fight dirty to get to what you want. So I'm like, I gotta get to Bria, like I gotta get to her. And it just ended up working out. Rachel, what do you do? Um, one thing I do, like before the race starts, I usually take a nap. Uh, everybody usually comes for me for this, but it actually helps me like stay like just calm. Just I don't know, I just need a nap. I'd be tired sometimes. <laughs> So that's Rachel's how you set your mindset. Rachel's crazy. <laughs> we had like 20 minutes before we had to like walk over to the starting line and like check in and everything. They, they're calling like almost like last calls. And we're like, where's Rachel? And she's like in the bullpen sleep, like sleeping. I was like, no strides, no stretches, no nothing. She just knocked out. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I needed that nap. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Kaylin and Z, you guys are seniors. Bria, you're a junior. What advice do you have for Michaela and Rachel as they are starting their cyclone journey? And, you know, it's a marathon, even though you guys are the sprints, but it's a marathon through this journey. What advice do you have for them as they're starting out? I would say take it day by day and just kind of like enjoy the process. It's going to be kind of long because... It's just, it's going to feel kind of long, but as long as you take it day by day and work day by day, um, it's just, you're going to enjoy it a little more and it's just going to be part of the day, I guess. <laughs> and you guys have several seasons. You've got indoor season and you have outdoor season and you compete in the fall to get ready for those seasons. So that's something that, you know, people may not necessarily understand the demands of track and field. I would say advice wise, as you're going along being a student athlete, I would say just continue to keep your mentality high. Like if you're mentally low, like yesterday, me and Caitlin felt mentally low at practice and it was just like, I don't know if I can make it through. You gotta continue to like stay on your mental health at all points. Cause once you get to like outdoor season and you're like, this is dragging so long to where last year, I remember at regionals, I was like, I don't wanna do this. I just wanna be in Miami somewhere, or somewhere on the beach. Like, it's just like, you gotta keep that mentality of like, I just wanna keep going. Like I wanna be better and better and better. Cause sometimes it can get hard keeping that mentality. So just staying on your mental health, staying physical and staying like like mentally strong it will just help you throughout these couple of years. Yeah, to be back off, be back off of Z, I was just gonna say you have to take care of yourself. Like you have to put yourself first in times, but you have to communicate. Communication is very, very strong. Like you have to communicate really not well. And like yeah, yesterday we were all like this workout was gonna kill us, but we all like killed it. But it's like the energy and the people around you. Like if you have people to encourage you, your teammates to pick you up when you're down, like literally Z has picked me up after a workout plenty of times. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> just being there like knowing that you have teammates that support you care about you want you to do better like that also. i love that it's definitely about the people 
And, you know, this is a great way to, to end the indoor season. But um, as you carry this success into the outdoor season, it is day by day. I mean, that's a really good um, way to look at it because you're going to have a roller coaster still. So Rachel, Michaela, maybe there's somebody out there listening or, or watching that's inspired by you guys as freshmen, you know, doing what you're doing and setting new records and making history in your team, making history at Iowa State. You know, what advice would you have for people that are, are really just getting started into their, their love for track and field? I'd probably say don't give up on yourself. Like, everything's a process. You're not going to, um, like, not every meet, you're, you're not going to run a PR. You're not going to run a season's best. Like, you're not going to just only go up. It's going to be fluctuations. Um, it's going to be setbacks, but it's also going to be, like, pull-throughs. So I would say just not to give up on yourself. Don't don't be too hard on yourself. Um, but also do, like, the little things that will get you there. Don't cut corners. Don't do anything that would shortchange you of maybe, like, qualifying to nationals or, you know, because everything's a building block. That's really good advice. Rachel? Uh, I would say probably um, make goals so you can, like, you have something to work towards. And also make sure you're connected to track. Because, like, for me, for example, someone can ask me, do I know who this person is? And I wouldn't know who the person is. <laughs> but <laughs> you have to, like, stay connected to track. Like, try to learn different things that you don't usually know. So it can make you, so you can grow with track and not just run the sport. And that's a higher level. Yeah. So that's a, that's a higher level, something that you're learning. Well, you guys all made history at Iowa state. And I know that this is not going to be the end. There's so much talent here on this screen and we're just thankful that you guys had a few minutes to, to sit down with us and um, we appreciate you and we'll be cheering you on. So good luck at nationals for those that are going to nationals. And we'll also be uh, excited to cheer you on in outdoor season. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.